0: Hey everybody, episode 12 has arrived and I am here with so much joy today. Ooh, that's ironic. I'm here with Jordan from Plant Joy today. I'm super excited to sit down and get chatting with her. This girl is um, just like, she's a bundle of joy. I think it was meant to be that I said joy so many times, so we're just gonna run with it. Here she is, the vegan donut queen herself please listen carefully. Everyone knows you as like the donut queen, the, donut. the vegan oh, donut, queen, queen. donut queen. And when I saw that you graduated in neuroscience, I was like, holy shit. Like that's like polar opposite. Completely. That would be like the last thing I thought you graduated. Completely. From. So tell me about like, like how, like how? Okay. <laughs> yeah.
1: Like how? Very good question. I think about that myself all the time like what how am I what am I doing and how am I doing this um when I was growing up I want to say it was around grade three so basically I was always like reading a million books um I I was like if I'd finish my homework super early and I'd read like three, like, mary nationally Ashley books, like, Classic. while, like, while everyone else was finishing the rest of their work, and they were like, she looks like she's bored, like, maybe we could challenge her a bit more. So I did, like, an IQ test, and they were like, oh, hey, you're gifted. So then I moved to, what? yeah, so then I moved to, like, um, a, a school that had, like, the gifted program, went through all of that. Was this in Windsor? Yeah. Okay. I yeah, so John, I went to John Campbell, okay. like, af- like from grade four on, so okay. that's, like, right across from, like, Coolinis and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, so that kind of started my, like, whole, like... I'm gonna be a scientist or a doctor or something because when people start telling you like, Oh, you're really smart, like you're like, Okay, okay, so that's that's a good thing. Well yeah, that's what I am, like you internalize it. And then I was also, like, I enjoyed talking to people. Like, I enjoyed, you know, communicating and um, was, like, friendly and outgoing. And they were like, you should be a doctor. Like, we need, right. we need like, people who are smart but also yeah. care about people. Like, that's what you're right. going to do. Right. That, in a nutshell, basically led me to neuroscience because for a really long time, I wanted to be a psychiatrist. So I was like, okay, I'm going to study neuroscience in undergrad, which I did at the University of Windsor. I ended up applying in my third year to med school, didn't get any interviews. So I was like, okay, what's okay. the next step? Like, what yeah. do people do next? People either, they, they take a gap year or they do a grad degree. Right. So I did my master's in neuroscience.
0: Okay. What? So what is neuroscience for all of us <laughs> dummies out here?
1: <laughs> no, no. You're, okay, first of all, you're not a dummy. Um, neuroscience is... Well, it's a huge field. It almost feels like saying what is science because, okay. I mean, there's so many facets, but neuroscience specifically is like the study of the brain. Okay. But it, then it goes so much beyond that because like then you could be in neuroscience and you could be like um, super on like the tech side, building all the oh. machines that like scan the brains and okay. stuff like that. Or oh, you could be cool. in neuroscience that you could focus in like psychology and like more of like the interacting with actual human beings part. There's so many streams of it. Um, and I found all of it really cool, but especially the talking to actual right, people. Right, because you're social.
0: You're a social. Yeah, person. and I enjoyed yeah.
1: that part of it a lot. And I think also, I think I grew up um, like such a people pleaser, mm-hmm. and I still struggle with that. So I mm-hmm. think like you just want you just want your life to mean something. Like you just want to do something yep. to like connect with people and make their lives better. And yep. you're like, if I can do anything that will make somebody else happy, like that's great. Yeah, that's, that's what I goal. want. Mm-hmm. So
0: that... So you, yeah. s- you wanted to be a doctor since you were like little, little. Or did you yeah. did you want to be a doctor? Or did you feel like at a certain point... And that's even hard to ask because you've been so young. Like, how do you even yeah. know is... Would have that been your path had they not told you you were gifted?
1: 100%. 100%. So I think... I could have lived a completely different life if I, because they, and my parents like never pressured me. They gave me a choice. They were like, you don't have to move schools and like go to the gifted program. Like it wasn't a requirement. So they weren't like, yeah, you're going to move schools now. They were like, what do you want? And I was like, well, I'm in, sure. third <laughs> I'm, in th- I'm nine. Yeah. I'm going to go uh, move schools, leave all of fr- the friends I that I knew. I, I don't even think I thought about it. I don't remember ever having like a debate. I was just like, all right, cool. Okay, cool. That sounds fun. Like that, yeah, that sounds fun. Let's do it. But yeah, that's a very good question. Like I think I was always super crafty, drawn to the arts, needing to make something, yeah. like needing to physically make something. Like I was, I like... Would always ask for like all of these craft kits for my birthday. Like I had soap making kits, jewelry making kits. All what those was those things like from, all like, the those... wish book at Christmas? Yes, like hundred percent, like the Sears wish yes, book. Yes, yes, yes. yes, like cotton candy machine. Like I wanted to make something. Yeah. And actually, um, going into high school, I um, applied for the WCCA, the Walkerville program okay. for kids that don't go to walkerville okay so you basically miss first period at your high school and you go like super early like 6 30 or something ridiculous and you do like two periods of class so you miss first period and then you go back to your regular high school okay. and i actually got in to that for drama and vocals so it's really interesting like really thinking back yeah. Did
0: you go? Like you no, got in? No, I, oh, you, I you got didn't, in, but I didn't, didn't go because go. Okay. I
1: was like, well, I don't want to miss first period. Like it's my first year of grade nine. Like right. I want to make friends and yeah. like like get to know people in my classes and stuff. And yeah
0: I That's mean it's a huge transition it's and, so, you, and yeah. it's so
1: kind of funny that it like
0: mimicked you're like you're kind of like switching schools or going to a different school as a child and then like in high school it's like oh I still have a diff- different opportu- opportunity yeah um it kind of mimics mimics that
1: exactly and I and I didn't do it and I always think of I, I still think about that like what if I did do that and yeah. um I mean yeah I think but yeah w- to go back to your question of like did you did you want to be a, like you wanted to be a doctor from mm-hmm. when you were little I can't even tell you what I really wanted. Yeah, I,
0: I still remember can't like, tell you what I want. oh my
1: god, same, same. <laughs> I can't. Like, it's it's funny because like it's um, I think people expect like even with with the donut stuff, which we'll, I'm sure we'll get into. Yep. But oh yeah, people like people see like they see success. Like they see like oh, people are buying the donuts. People like the donuts. This is what you do now. Here's your, this is this, your, this your your life. path. Yep. I don't know if I'm going to do this forever. Yeah. But yeah, like go, going back to like when I was a kid, I remember saying I want to be a specialist, and that's okay. like, frankly, such bullshit. That doesn't mean <laughs> anything. What does that even mean? A special specialist in what? In what? I wanted to be a doctor that yep. specialized in something. <laughs> it doesn't mean it doesn't mean anything. I didn't know what it, what what it truly meant to be a doctor, but but you have a set of like. Uh, like five to ten career paths yeah. to, as a kid mm-hmm. to choose from like doctor lawyer actress yeah teacher, what vet. teacher vet yeah <laughs> so you so here's your list and then you choose one and then everyone's like rah rah like you go girl right, like yeah. and especially especially when you're like this tiny little girl and you're like I want to be a doctor and they're like wow <laughs> you're amazing yeah so yeah. you I so internalize that. Yeah. And it's so it is it almost makes things easier, but then and then later on it eventually it's hard. Like at first it's easy because like you have like a goal to work towards. Right. And like that just that just simplifies things for you. Mm-hmm. Then you have an idea of like, okay, well what classes do I need to take to get into this university, to get into med school, to do whatever. Right. And yeah, it, it simplifies things. But if you're if it's not coming from you mm-hmm. eventually like the other shoe's going to drop or whatever the, right. you know what i mean yeah. and you're going to be like what am i even doing right did that happen to you did you get to a oh, point yeah. where, like you were like yeah. what am i doing here oh 100% um like i think so when i was in university i took the mcat so that's the the like exam that you t- that's kind of like the sat's okay. for med school okay um not that I don't even think I've known know anyone who's done at uh, the SATs unless they go to school in the states in the but states, basically yeah. that's what it is so I did that three three times okay um it was really hard the first time I did it I like voided my score so you have an option at the end of the at the end of the test mm-hmm. if you think like mm, that wasn't my best work you can void it you don't know what score you got and neither does oh. anyone else so there's like no record Whoa. So then the second time I did it, I was, like, a few points shy of, like, the minimum of, like, this is what med schools look for, like, right. to even, like, consider your application. Mm-hmm. So then I did it again. So three summers of university, I spent, like, basically the whole summer, like, studying for this test. Ugh. And when you're doing something that's, like, that hard, you expect it to be hard. So when I started having that feeling of, like, is this what I want? hmm I almost like convinced myself like well it's supposed to be hard and if you give up like that's just you giving up because it's hard not giving up because this isn't what I want but I can't give up now because i have already here I'm here I'm doing this test and you know it's supposed to be hard. I didn't really have give myself the opportunity to figure out like is this what I really want? And at
0: a certain point, so then you took them three times. Yeah, and then you said you you told uh, me that you didn't get interviews. Yeah, I didn't get any interviews, which probably was like I, devastating. Was it devastating? I no? don't
1: even think it was. I don't. It was even, almost like a relief. Instead, a little bit. I I I want to say I want to say it was a relief. Probably at some on some level. I don't remember feeling like this is the end of the world. I, I think that's kind of a sign. I think it is too. I think <laughs> it is too.
0: I also know that you started a group as well while you were in the university uh, yeah. at the university yeah, yeah. for mental health awareness. Yeah.
1: I think I I didn't really have a like a full even like grasp at that point of like um, like my the mental health challenges that I would end up going through. Mm-hmm. But I had, like, this understanding of, like, university is really hard. Like, you know, there's so much pressure on students. Mm-hmm. And I, like, wanted to create something that, like, would help like students connect with each other and take some of that pressure off. So we had some, like really fun like low-key events um where we like did like origami and stuff that like you know what I mean like you kind of just it takes you out of your own head like yeah none of that is gonna like replace you know what I mean like therapy and medication for some people obviously I know that but it was like uh it was building community and Mm -hmm. especially building community around like here's a bunch of other people that also understand like mental illness is a real thing and that like it's okay like that life is hard and that you're going to struggle. Um, yeah, so I started that group, and it was literally called Mental Health Awareness Group <laughs> at the University of Windsor. Yeah,
0: but at least people know exactly exactly what, what you're for, about. Right? Yeah,
1: yeah, and that was, that was really fun, and I think being at the U, like, it helped strengthen, like, my, my own, like, leadership skills and my own sense of, like, wanting to build something, because I was, like, I think, I, I think, it, the possibilities for me like felt kind of endless. I was like, I can build this group, and people will come to my events and meetings, and we can do something really cool together. Mm-hmm. And and we did, yeah. And we raised. We ended up raising a couple thousand dollars for CMHA. Um, awesome. Yeah, that is really cool. Did you? um
0: Do you think that you started the group because of stuff that you were going through, even if that might have been subconsciously? Oh, for sure. Or do probably. you think you start? Or do you know like? Do you remember being like, "Oh, I'm going
1: to start this because?" So, I think that there was probably like a huge part of it was was like my own need for a community, too. Mm-hmm. And I think we we kind of create what we need. I put so much pressure on myself. I wanted a community of people that also understood mental health and mental illness and I I also I just I knew like just so so deep in my core like I wanted to do something good I wanted to give back like I wanted to like like we can you know hold like fundraisers like I don't even know how many bake sales I ran at the university like through (laughs) through all the different groups I was a part of which is so funny like thinking about what I do now yeah that I was like, Yeah, we could just make a bunch of cupcakes, set up a table, people yeah. will buy them and we'll donate the money. Yeah. And and that's money. what we that's what I did for like four years, like um aside from studying and stuff. So is that like the beginning of your baking
0: I interest? Don't either, I was gonna no. say career, but like did you bake as a kid or was that kind of like I think kinda when that you, it was kind of started? Where it
1: started. I think that was where it started because I had to basically like to in order to get students like to know about the bake sales, to come out to the bake sales, like because you know, like you'll you'll have certain whatever time in between classes and um and in order to get students like to be like, come to the CAW Center for this bake sale during this time, like you have to like kind of market it and advertise right, it and right. and people like get to know that like you're gonna provide something that is good. Yeah. And um Oh my gosh! Like it's so weird. I'm like literally realizing right now, like that, what what I actually do now has so many parallels. But I have, I had been thinking about it recently. That that I think that that's where it started. Every little thing that you do ends up leading you to where you are now. Mm -hmm. So I'm never like, uh, I don't know, have any like regrets or have any like, oh, I wish I because then i ha- how could i have any have any idea where that would have led me
0: yeah no i totally understand because yeah. every i'm always that person that's like if you get stuck in traffic or something and i have to like reroute i'm like you know what There's a reason that I'm not on that road because if I was on that road and someone else was on that road, we could have been in an accident. It's like a sign from the universe. I had to like loop around, and yeah, it was inconvenient. But I'm always that person that is sanctioned. I know, I know. It's okay. It was it was meant to be. Mind you, that's not a perfect practice. I know, I I know. Driving quite often,
1: and I'm like (laughs) so like uh, like crunchy granola. Like take it slow and like. But at the same time, like I don't think I was always like that, Mm -hmm. and I think that I'm there's still there's still parts of of me that. like, have that, like, anxiety and that real need for, like, achievement. Yep. Um. But I, it, it almost feels like at this point, which is very strange to have, like, a realization, but I almost feel like I've lost my, like, inherent, like, drive to be something. Yep.
0: Uh, well, I guess everyone knows that you run the plant joy yeah, yeah, yeah. business and you make yeah. donuts. And yeah. we were talking the other night about the pressures that yeah. it causes you to, like, always be that person like, yeah, you're successful and you've done all the donuts. And by the way, you're a super badass. And that is something that you have to like yeah. constantly remind yourself of like where you started and mm-hmm. what it's turned into. But there are times and like I think of it in my context, like Lemon Soul is not a business for me. This doesn't make me money. And I do it purely out of enjoyment because I've done so many other things that cause me to be stressed out as fuck, downward yep. spiral all the yep. time. And it's not worth it for me. And no. that's a personal choice that I've chosen to work for my family business that's what I do nine to five and then yeah. I do all my creative stuff afterwards but I, when you said like you don't feel like you have that drive anymore I f- understand what you, yeah. you, you're saying because I'm like yeah I'm doing this stuff but it's not like I'm like I know I don't know it's constantly can you see I my know head? I'm like I can't I'm battling that like idea because I I do feel fueled yes and like I want to do all this stuff yeah but I'm like way more often now am I like and I often say like fuck it I'll do yeah. it later and maybe I don't know I feel like am I being lazy or oh am I, just I get I myself all self-care? the time what does this mean but I'm getting better at, at kind of navigating that yeah. but I know it especially as a business owner oh yeah that's super challenging yeah. because there's even more pressure yeah on it when you have to you know be paying bills and stuff yeah
1: exactly and I think um, that's one of the reasons why I've taken it so slow and I'm growing it so slowly because I know that like once I get you know like a, an employee and once I have like all of these things then then now I'm responsible for that person and their livelihood right and right now I'm just responsible for me yeah right so and that's stressful enough <laughs> yeah and exactly and so I'm I'm feeling the same the same way and I think it goes it comes and goes kind of in waves you know it's not that I don't have it's not that I don't have a, a drive to do something but I think for so long, I had this crazy drive pushing me towards something that I don't even think I really fully wanted, or I didn't. I never thought about what I really wanted. Mm -hmm. So then it was just kind of like this crazy amount of pressure um, propelling me through my life without really any thought as to what I was actually doing and why. Yeah, and why,
0: and was was it actually important to you? Exactly. Yeah.
1: So, so I think about that a lot now, and I think I'm a lot. Quieter, like in my mind, I'm I like spend a lot of time alone thinking mm-hmm. and a lot of time just within my own head, like, what do I want? Like, what do I want to do? Because for so long, it was just like this constant, like, okay, and uh, so then you get this grade and you get that, and this goes on your transcript, and then okay, now my transcript is 75% done. Next year, bam, like bang out all these classes, get these grades. Yeah. And then you apply to med school, and then you get, you know what I mean? And then you do this, and then you go through residency. And I had. I had my my life like mapped out for the next 45 years and I had but I don't think I ever really really sat down and thought like what is it actually entail like what does the life of a doctor look like I had some idea like I shadowed a doctor a little bit and I did some of this stuff but it was just I never really like sat down and like had that introspection of like. Mm What does all of this mean?
0: Yeah, and what does it mean for me? Because it it's going to mean something for you and different for someone else, yeah. right? Yeah, and that's also struggles. You see other people doing it, and you're like, oh yeah, I can do that. I can do it. Other people do it, and I can do it. Yeah, but everyone's different, and it doesn't yeah. always, you know, line up A, B, and C for everyone. Yeah, and like I think that's a huge that hu- speaks hugely to mental health. Yeah, and um, how everyone treats it differently and copes differently and yeah. manages differently. Yeah, it's that same idea of like we're always go, go, go all the time. And you talk about like, you don't even realize what's going on until yep. you like take a step back. But I, what you're talking about when you reflect back and mm-hmm. look at what you're doing, you're then capable of making those sm- small changes, not I even mean, yeah. big changes, oh, right? No. Like it, it has to start with little things first.
1: And I almost feel like, um and I, I say this constantly, um, the little things are the big things for me. Like that's like those are the things that that really matter. Like mm-hmm. little little things that make me happy or like you know when when something turns out a little bit better than you thought it would. Um and you have that like little moment of reflection of like this is all fine. Like this is all yeah. going to be okay. Yeah. It's never the big things. It's never it's never like the accolades or the awards or mm-hmm. the degrees or all of the, those are things that people see. Nobody sees the little moments, but the little moments of joy are like what actually end up mattering in your yeah. life and yep. what fuel you and what, what keep you going. Yeah, exactly. Because the big things like, and you hear this from so many people and I listen to a bajillion podcasts because I end up being in the kitchen for like seven hours like with my <laughs> yeah. headphones on yeah. like in the middle of the night. So mm-hmm. I'm like, I listen to a lot of podcasts and a lot of the wisdom I'm, I'm you know, soaking up is that, yeah, like the awards and all of the the big huge accomplishments those don't end up when you get there Mm -hmm. and you're like um yeah I don't feel any different yeah this is people told me that this would feel different and feel awesome and it doesn't feel any different right it's always the little things and it's always like those are the little little moments every single day that just keep you going yeah exactly and I I think that um the successes are awesome and yeah. it's fun
0: yeah. and it feels good when people acknowledge um, what you've done or what you're doing, yeah. but if you don't enjoy that in-between process, you're going to get exactly that. It's not going to feel any different. No, You have to... There's always And on top of that, there's always going to be another there's goal. Always there's gonna always going to be more. You're going to be like, oh, I hit this milestone in my life. This is awesome. This is what I've been wanting for the last three years. I've been building up to do this and that and Yeah. blah, blah, blah. And now it's finally here. And then, like, a week passes. Yeah. And you're like, okay, what's next? Yeah. So that's – people exactly. have to realize that's going to be a constant. And that's not a bad thing. I'm not saying, no, like, no. it's a bad thing to, like, hit a milestone and then, then be like, okay, what's next? No. But that's just part of life. Yeah, but exactly. But you don't enjoy that in between, it's, and it's not
1: – genuine exactly and from other like small business owners too for example like I don't have my own you know like donut shop and that's great though because right now renting space Mm -hmm. is like what I need like I need I need a kitchen that is like certified by the health unit to be able to produce my food that's all I need right now Mm -hmm. and then and I hear from other you know small business owners and people that have opened up restaurants and opened up shops and they're like they're like, dude, like, don't do it. <laughs> they're, they're like, it's so much work. I have this huge building to take care of. Mm-hmm. Then the thing breaks and you got to take care of the thing that's broken. And then yeah. you have 17 employees and two of them call in sick. And they're like, don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> and, they, and they're like, and I'm like, you know, maybe, maybe I will get there at some point. Maybe I will open up a donut shop. Yeah. But. It's that perspective that the bigger you get, like you think like, oh, this will be so great because then I can have somebody who does this part of the process for me and somebody who, whatever, um, then you can always find something else to complain about too. Right, you can right. always, and there's, and the bigger you get, the bigger, the more things you have to, on your plate to worry about. Right. So right now, yeah, like I'm, I'm keeping it small yeah. and, um, and growing at a pace that I personally can handle because ultimately like I'm the one that is doing it. And, and you always will be. Yeah. That's the other you, thing. Always will you always be. will be. You like, always will be. People are always be.
0: like, oh, it must be awesome. You must have so much freedom as a business owner and be an entrepreneur and stuff. And I'm like, and I don't, I don't even speak from, I can't even ex- speak yeah. from experience, but just from listening to podcasts and listening to other people talk is like, even if you are the boss and you have your employees where they're doing a lot of stuff for you. You're still the boss. You're working 24 hours a day because you love your business and you want to make sure every part yeah. of it's not like you're like, oh, you guys are good. Like, see you later. I'm Peace gonna out. Gonna go like, am golf for four hours Yeah, or yeah. people do. Yeah. But you're, like, <laughs> <laughs> you're still, like, when you're a business owner, you live and breathe that. Like, that's your baby. You're yep. never going to let go of that regardless yep. if you have one employee yep. or 17 exactly. working for you. Yeah, It's exactly. not just, like this is going to be easier
1: no <laughs> no and that's have the thing there for you. that's the thing um and that's that's kind of what i've realized too is um yeah i'm, I'm doing the entire process myself right now but even if there was somebody else doing it it's not like i wouldn't be there it's not like i wouldn't be part of it mm-hmm. it's just a it's just a different like a uh, yeah you're always going to have your entire soul in this thing mm-hmm. and yeah i and mean it's changing too exactly. right like
0: it's not to say that getting employees is also like a bad thing either. No, right? no. It's just that it's it it's changes. It's just different. It. It's, a, it's 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 a, it presents itself with a different set of challenges. Yes, growing that's a business that's exactly is always what it changing. is.
1: <laughs> that's what it is exactly. There's always challenges, mm-hmm. um, no matter what stage of it you're in. And challenges are great. Like challenges help us grow. It's all it's ultimately like finding the balance between like constantly like dealing with challenges and putting out fires and doing all these things and just being like, this is fine, like everything's good. Like it's just go with the flow, like it is what it is. Yep. Because for sure there's there's gonna be challenges with anything, yeah, you, anything do. you do. Yeah.
0: It doesn't matter. It's and I think <laughs> um
1: yeah, I think I think like it's not just our generation, but I, I think it's it's like people have this ideal life that they want or you know what you mean they, they have this like oh if only my life could be like this then it would be like that's why when people retire I was just talking about this yesterday when people retire and then they go back and they get another job mm-hmm. or they volunteer seven yep. days a week mm-hmm. because they get bored because yeah. humans need purpose
0: yep how did plant joy even begin like yeah. where where was that little where's that it, little like, baby birth
1: the little baby birth <laughs> um so okay so last um so it was like in 2017 so not obviously last year but the year before that I um I started making um chocolates for Easter like I started making like peanut butter cups and cream eggs um and this was like super temporary it did not work out like I was Doing it out of like my my parents' house, um, it was just to friends and family. Like I had a few orders, but it was overwhelming. Like everything was covered in chocolate all the time. <laughs> I like, you know what <laughs> I mean. Like, and when you're doing like a chocolate thing, like the chocolate has to set. So I would like have like shelves in the fridge just full of these like ch- like egg shells yep. that I would then fill, and they were vegan. They, that would I, that would that like I would then fill with you know a vegan cream egg kind of filling or whatever. Um, and that just didn't work out. Like it was like oh that was like an interesting idea. I I liked. Um, like I, I knew that I wanted like cream eggs, um, and that I missed those from my childhood mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, well, I'm just going to make them, but it was it's, like it's, overwhelming. You miss them
0: because you were now vegan and yes. couldn't eat them? Okay. Yeah, yeah, exactly.
1: Okay. Yeah. So I went, I went vegan maybe like three and a half years ago. And, um, and so this, this, that, that Easter when I first started doing that, um, but it wasn't like a thing. It wasn't called plant joy. It was just like vegan Easter chocolates. Like I'm going to make them and it just didn't work out. And then the following year, so 2018, um, I decided to do it again because I thought that I think that was a pretty good idea. Like, I think that could work. And if I was a kid and my parents were vegan or I couldn't eat dairy or something like I would hate to just get like like nobody wants to get like 75 percent cacao, like chocolate <laughs> in their Easter yeah. bunny basket. Like you're like, uh, thanks, but this okay. is a vegetable. Yeah. <laughs> um, So I, I, I decided to, to do it again. And it was. Like, just as overwhelming, was so unprepared because the response was insane. Mm -hmm. Um, So, and I, at this point, it was called plant joy. So, Where did plant joy come from? So, plant joy came from, it's like a play on words, right? Because it's all plant-based. So, it was kind of like plant-based joy. Like, you can have, like, food that tastes good that reminds you of what you used to eat before you went vegan or before you, whatever, couldn't eat dairy or whatever. Um, uh, But then also, um, the play on words was, like, Plant joy, like you can plant seeds of joy. Like you can do little things. Yeah, I love that. I know, right? I do too. I love. It's that. so funny because um, and if my mom listens to this, like she'll laugh at me for mentioning it. But she was like, "It sounds like you sell plants," and I was like, "You don't get it, mom. Like, you don't understand me. They'll get it. They'll understand it. Don't worry about it." <laughs> so, she wanted. She was like, "You're making chocolate. Just call it something to do with chocolate." I'm like, "You don't get it. It's nope. fine." Like <laughs> this is my marketing. I'm like that. They'll get it. They'll yeah. understand me. So yeah, it was like, it, it, it was about creating something, planting joy, plant, like just trying to do little things. F- that you know make life a mean little something. more joyful that yep. means something
0: and your donuts certainly do yeah so
1: donuts <laughs> is a process the process is just completely different different it's completely different and i think also with chocolate like i was like you know they would come out of the mold and then it would crack and break and everything it would just no. i was just uh i hated it i hated it <laughs> so i had, I had somebody asked me she's like are you gonna do chocolates again this easter i'm like probably not man no, oh, no i don't think evident. no that's a no for <laughs> no, me but i have lots of donuts yeah you. it's yeah. a no from me but yeah. Yeah. I remember sitting in the car with my dad and I said, dad, nobody in Windsor really makes donuts. And I think he was like, oh, yeah, I, yeah, I guess I guess you're right. You know, I think that there's like a couple bakeries that make donuts. Um, but I I was vegan, obviously. Mm-hmm. So I so I like knew that there was really no vegan donuts. Like right. there's nowhere that you could walk in and get a vegan donut. Right. Nor did I even see most of most people I know you know are not not vegan or most people I grew up with and I would never really see people like going into like coming out of places with a box of donuts or sharing it on social media Mm -hmm. like there's a lot of places that make cupcakes a lot of places that make cupcakes but I I kind of had had that idea just just out of nowhere I was like Hmm. I really like donuts um I can't find them anywhere I guess I'll just make them fill in the void. Yeah, exactly. And it's like that whole be the change. I was like, well, nobody else is doing this. Uh, I could probably do it. So I have a video on my phone of the first donut I ever made. Um, It looks like an onion ring. It looks (laughs) so gross, but I was so proud of it. I was so happy. I was like, oh my gosh I made this like this is so cool yeah and yeah just from then it it just took off like I look back at 2018 and I'm like I don't even know how I got through 2018 because once donuts started in April Mm. people were like vegan donuts yeah done and the vegan community the response was immediately it exploded it exploded yeah and I was not ready for that right yeah what did that feel like I still can't even – I still can't even tell you what it feels like because it is, like, amazing but super overwhelming Mm -hmm. because you're, like, everyone wants this. Okay, so now I got to make more. Mm -hmm. I'm super grateful because I don't even know – what like I don't even know what I would do if I like started making them and it was like womp womp right like oh that's nice well, that's a nice thing you do yeah. yeah oh that's cool
0: no people are like oh plant your donuts I gotta get there in the first two hours or they're gonna be sold out
1: which yeah <laughs> it's like, it's exactly like, that's crazy
0: that's amazing
1: I know and so it, it feels like shitty and disingenuous to be like like oh it's so hard that everybody wants to buy the thing I make <laughs> well, Like life is so hard when people when your business is in demand and people want yeah. it's like It's like, I can't say that, but it still is hard. But It still still is a challenge because, yeah, like, I don't even know what I would do if, like, if no one wanted it. I'd be like, uh, I don't even know what I would have ended up moving on to, you Mm -hmm. know? It's just been a whirlwind. I can't even describe. Yeah. I want you to tell
0: me a little bit about the process of, like, the ups and downs. Yeah. Oh, my God. Whether it's of owning a business or you have mentioned about going through school and yeah. dealing with mental health issues yeah. what have those peaks and valleys been like for you because I think that's something very important to yeah. talk about is yeah. like yeah I have this business and it's great and I, and like yeah and that's a whole part about being a lemon soul yeah, is coming yeah, from yeah. That, that dark part of life yeah. and turning it into something wonderful whether it's on purpose or not yeah um but I just talk to me, me a little bit about like the things that you go through
1: oh man um so And I still do. I I think that you – I don't know if you ever get to the point – maybe – I think you evolve and like like you were sharing on your Instagram stories, like you get to a point where like sometimes like you're able to get out of a funk a little bit easier or you have strategies that you use. But I don't know if you ever – get to the point where like things aren't still challenging. It's never just going to go away. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, I mean like going through uh you know when I was doing my masters, I was so depressed and miserable. And I think on some level like we we do I don't want to say we create our own our own misery, but I think you can you can push yourself deeper than mm-hmm. than you normally would have if you mm-hmm. kind of just allow your allow yourself to just like you, you push like I think I pushed myself a little bit deeper than I than I maybe would have, yeah. um, because I didn't really have the coping strategies, and I think I didn't really understand um, like the bigger picture, and I think yeah. I, I struggled so much um, with with whether or not I even knew what I was going towards or have yeah. any.
0: I think that comes with experience too, yeah. right? Because I used to say, at a certain point in my life, I I enjoyed being sad. And oh, people, that always is like a weird thing to even say. But I also remember being like, this feels, it doesn't feel good, but it feels good to just not do anything. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's like a weird I thing exactly to think I know exactly what you're about, saying. And there, there is, there gets a certain point where you have to say, I'm sick. And a lot of people who say that is like, I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired. Yeah, yeah. And until you hit that point yeah but then it comes with experience that yeah in, and practicing coping mechanisms and, yeah and doing that stuff that it, it becomes easier but yeah I
1: know exactly what you mean exactly but but yeah like with this with this business too I mean there there have been so many ups and downs um and and challenges and it's overwhelming especially uh especially when you have a, a thing you know, what I mean like people are expecting you to be producing this this thing you know so I did a couple of weddings last year and I was really overwhelmed and because I had like you know 200 donuts to make for this certain thing. And it's a wedding. It's somebody like the biggest day of somebody's life. So Mm -hmm. it has to be perfect. Mm -hmm. And I drove myself absolutely crazy. And I think I got to a point where um, I had to just trust that everything is going to work out. Mm -hmm. And if you run into a challenge, then you deal with it then. But I think I just I drove myself to such a place of like anxiety where I remember the week before. The wedding, the first one I did in, in like September of last year, um, I I wasn't eating and I, I couldn't sleep. I would lay down to sleep and my entire body would be shaking because I was like, I physically like couldn't cope. Yeah. I was like so like high strung and, yeah, and, and, stressed, and out. stressed out. Yeah, I just I just have to trust that mm-hmm. that it will be it will be okay yeah. and if it's not then I'll yeah. deal with it yeah when it comes. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I want to talk a little bit about we talked about like coping coping mm-hmm. mechanisms and stuff and yeah. what are some things that like you do now that people like could use as a tool like what is something that yeah like you have found helps you because and that's another thing to acknowledge is what works for you might not work for me and what works for me not might not work for you but what are things that you have found have helped um cope with your anxiety
1: and depression so get enough sleep Mm -hmm. and actually eat food i can make so many excuses like oh i'm too busy i didn't make food and then i get to the end of the day and i'm like hangry to a point where i can't cope with regular human emotions yeah you know not getting enough sleep and then again yeah you get to a point where your your body actually just can't like you you can't deal with basic things yeah. just just try to take care of your basic human yep. needs Foundation. and there's yeah exactly and there's like a, a cute kind of like little like comic meme thing it says halt um, hungry angry lonely tired like so if you're feeling if you're feeling overwhelmed halt And then there's hungry, angry, lonely, tired. And if you're any one of those things, try to address that thing. Because when you're really overwhelmed, sometimes it's really hard to get perspective. And you're like, oh, my God, this is the worst day of my life. Everything is so overwhelming and I can't deal. And then you're like, halt.
0: Which one am I feeling?
1: feeling? So then, yeah, sometimes you're really, like, lonely. Sometimes you're like, I'm overwhelmed and I haven't, you know what I mean? I've been in the kitchen by myself for all these many hours and I haven't really talked to somebody or I, I need to... Like sit down with a friend or call somebody or 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 you you realize oh my god I haven't eaten in twelve hours mm-hmm. and you're like I need food it's like it always goes back to the basics for me and I mean I'm like I'm not gonna pretend like I've reached some level of self care that mm-hmm. I actually can cope with my life on a on a weekly yeah. base I sometimes I can't like yeah. I still get overwhelmed mm-hmm. um, I have no idea what I'm doing mm-hmm. I really don't but I think that I think that we all kind of just are floating our way through lives a little bit and whether it looks like we know what we're doing none of us really 100% know yeah I just got like a little bit of chills when you when you said like yeah I don't really know what I'm doing no I have no idea what I'm doing
0: like legitimately everyone has that feeling at some point in their life if not most of their life yeah but social media has put out this facade that everyone has their fucking shit together and it's so not true and it's so important to like hear other people say that because it like it just makes me feel better yeah I'm like no fuck me neither yeah I wish social media had more of a um like a transparency yeah because it's always like here's my the best of today here's the best food I ate today yes I did this oh my god and I am only starting to like be more vulnerable online yeah and like encouraging other people to a it's it is hard because it's not necessarily socially not acceptable isn't the word but it's not um
1: I think people don't know what to do with it yeah people don't always
0: know what to do with it and also the crossroad for me was like I don't want to be like complaining all the time and it's but then it's hard about being like I'm not posting these things because I want to have a pity party. I'm not posting these things because I want 10 messages to come and be like, oh my gosh, sweetheart, you're yeah. wonderful. You're so beautiful. Like, don't worry. It's not about that. No. And that almost annoys me. I it, don't like it, when it people is, do that. Right? I, I, like I would when, rather people just be like, yeah. Yep. I understand. Cool. Yeah. And that's why I almost, before I post some of those things, I'm like, should I just be posting like guys like you like please don't send me messages like i love the love but then i'm like i can't say that that would be a t-. i'm just in my head like oh no, no, no. i know like, i feel the same way holing. i
1: know exactly what you mean but um it's
0: important to share regardless yeah and i've had way more feedback than i thought i would on the vulnerabilities of being online yeah and more more and more people are doing that and i'm like yes yeah. we need this more but exactly. even i have a really like hard time i so i went and this yeah. is just a complete side note went to hot yoga before yeah. you came to this Episode for this podcast, and I was like, you know what? I'm not gonna put makeup on. I'm not gonna put makeup on for the podcast. I have a full fucking face of makeup on right now, (laughs) and I was like sitting here with like my phone, being like, okay, if we take a selfie for the Instagram post, I'm not gonna have makeup on. I'm looking at myself in the phone, and my face is all red and blotchy. Mm -hmm. And I was like, motherfucker, Sierra, you're gonna go put makeup on, aren't you? (laughs) And I was like, fuck. I still have a lot. I still, for as much as I post a couple things a day or a week. I still have a really fucking hard time doing shit too. Oh like, yeah. And I just want people to like know that it's not it's not consistent. No It doesn't no. have to be.
1: No, and and I think yeah, like we talked about earlier, like I think I've really like I've let go of a lot of like that need to be some something. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like I I just am. It's just it's really not that difficult. Yeah. Because I think like for for so many years I was striving to some ridiculous ideal life that I don't I don't know what I was even what I was even working towards mm-hmm. you know like then like again like we were saying like you get to a point and then you're, you're like okay I've reached this milestone um, doesn't really feel that amazing doesn't really feel that different now what yeah what's you know? the next thing? what's the next thing And that's why it's so important
0: to like just enjoy be. that in between moment like enjoy your cup of coffee today yeah if you can fucking sit there and enjoy a cup of coffee and genuinely enjoy it and like yeah. not think about 1200 other things
1: yeah. you're that's gonna be like a, a pretty fucking happy person. that's like a buddhist principle like yeah. i was listening yeah. to tic not han who's okay. like this buddhist monk mm-hmm. Yeah, like one of the things that people do is like they just sit there with a cup of, they make the tea, mm-hmm. you boil the water, mm-hmm. you pour the water, mm-hmm. you steep the tea, you drink the tea and just actually being present mm-hmm. into what you're actually doing now. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's one of the things that as as weird and overwhelming it, as it is to own a business, like that's one of the things that I really love about Making donuts, like creating something, like and mm-hmm. it comes full circle from when I was a kid and I wanted to always be making something and doing crafts and stuff because there's something so immersive about actually making something because you have to actually be focused on what you're making. Right. You have to just be doing that. hmm And you know when I'm rolling out the dough and I have like my hands in flour, I'm like, this is just nice. Yeah, you're just it's there. It's just nice. You're just there. And there's that's nothing else I'm doing.
0: On. Yep. Yeah, but I think also a lot of a lot of people have um a hard time with like their immediate reaction when I say like just be present or just enjoy literally the yeah. way the wind feels on your face when you're driving yeah. in your car with the windows down on a summer day. Like most people are like, "Fuck you, Sierra." Like, "Fuck off." Like, yeah. that's just like an immediate reaction. Yeah, your reaction immediate reaction if is you don't like really that's understand like so what... frou
1: frou and whatever. Yeah, but, yeah. and that's why I think they're... crunchy granola. Yeah. Like, oh, feel the I, wind feel on your like, face, but it's so like. But it's so true, and it's but so it doesn't to have, have do. to be. That's the thing. It doesn't. It doesn't have to like have look to like that. some sort of a commercial. Yeah. With your head out the window, like yeah. just being like, "Wow, <laughs> like the wow, world is so beautiful." Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't. It's not like it doesn't have to be what the instagram version of blissful right. yes. peaceful yeah. moment yeah like it it can just be you just being in just like these. It. like if i if i have like a day off and i want to be in my sweatpants all day mm-hmm. and just be like it's literally just whatever moment you're in just be just try to be in that moment it's yeah. not it's not it's not it's not always easy to to not think about all the other things mm-hmm. but yeah, I don't know. It's you get to try it. You get to a point where it. it's just exhausting to live any other way. Mm-hmm. Like, I just can't anymore. Yeah. And I'm
0: a thousand times happier. Yeah. That I'm – I just – I think I just – I never dealt with stress well. Me I, neither. I never have. Um, my brother can attest to that. We work in a family business. And when I have too many things on my plate and someone calls yep. me and I'm like, this fucking phone rings one more time. And I lose it. Yeah. I snap. yeah. And now I've gotten with practice over like the last year, with practice, it's like and also not a perfect practice. But no, it's become never much is. easier to be like, oh, okay, it's okay today. We'll just we're just gonna go have a coffee. I yeah. don't no, drink. I don't even drink coffee. No, we're I gonna don't drink tea, coffee, wake, or I we're drink gonna tea get, yeah. I'm just gonna go fill my water bottle and do yeah. that for a moment and like re reconnect because yeah. I still don't handle stress very well. But I have found that in certain situations I've become a little better at it slowly
1: and that's the thing it is a slow process um and i see all of these like um like we were talking about the other day like i see all these facebook ads that are like grow your followers and do this and in this one in this one webinar you can transform your entire life and make one million thousand dollars every minute (laughs) and then and then you'll be on a beach look like me and and i'm like building a life that you're proud of takes time as as popular um as plant joy has been I I also I guess I'm not pushing myself to be like well it's hot right now and it's since it's in demand like I need to get like three employees underneath underneath me and pump out a a bajillion donuts because I'm not there yet Mm -hmm. I'm just not there yet yeah I'm getting there I'm making my little strides yeah but building something takes time it does it, it takes just time. is and yeah. if it doesn't if, if it doesn't end up being forever and if it doesn't end up working out yeah. sure something else will yep. i'm not something that worried about
0: on. it another thing is like we are just in this realm of immediacy yeah. like social media not even social well social media social media advertising for sure. the commercials now we're only a couple seconds like we're in this um commercials we're in this time me. that just like you want it, you can have it. You want it, you can have it. You want it, go yeah. buy it. You want it, I'll get it for you. And yeah. it's like... Amazon
1: will be at your door, we'll at your door in your door. 45 Jeez. minutes. Yeah, exactly. yeah, 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 whatever.
0: So, like, the concept of, like, oh, things take time even more so now is really challenging for people. Mm-hmm. Like, you have
1: to slow down. But I love it, actually. Do you, you I know, would the slow much. you love the, the, slow. the slow? I yeah. would much rather, I would much rather, like, have a grasp that things take time mm-hmm. Uh, because then you're not, then you're, the pressure is almost off a little bit because you understand that building something real and authentic like is going to take time. Mm-hmm. It's not just going to happen overnight. And even though the popularity of the donuts like it, it almost feel like feels like it did happen overnight. Mm-hmm. Um, this growth like as as a business, um, it's it's going to evolve and it's going to do it's gonna be different things at different times Mm -hmm. and I also think um that the better I am like as a human being at just like being Mm -hmm. like healthy like truly like healthy and taking and I'm again like I, I don't want anyone to listen to this and think that I'm like some green juice drinking like I'm always like I have shitty self-care practices that I've like mm-hmm. evolved over mm-hmm. a number of years to a point now where I'm still like a tenth of what I think. You know what I mean? But that's the thing; it does take time. That takes time too. It takes. Mm-hmm. It all takes time. And I and I think um, my my business is uh, is only going to grow and be what it can be if I'm actually happy and healthy. Because mm-hmm. if you burn out, then there's no business. Yeah that's just, it that's the, yeah. that's the reality that's the reality yeah. uh and i just can't i can't i can't do that to myself no so we don't want you to do that to yourself either thank you <laughs> <laughs> all right yeah.
0: let's do the sour seat okay so the sour seat
1: it's kind of like the hot
0: seat yeah i'm just gonna rattle them yeah. at you and just throw them at you and then ah! you can throw them right back um you can answer them locally mm-hmm. or you can answer i mean they're not all applicable to local but mm-hmm. we'll just we'll just rattle them off okay all right number one what is your top self-care tip sleep just sleep man <laughs> just go to sleep go to bed just go to bed <laughs> what is your fa- who's your favorite local business right now
1: uh, right now dude there's too many <laughs> um like okay i'm just i'm just gonna shout out bullseye because i love aaron and um and he just every, he just he's always innovating he is freaking an mozzarella angel. sticks vegan mozzarella sticks so he's, delicious i was i got pizza last yeah. night yeah so
0: i agree um who is your favorite social media page to follow
1: Oh, um, I like what Wolf and Rebels doing. I like Annie. I yeah. like I like kind of her vibe. Yeah, um, she's so chill. Yeah. She, okay.
0: What is your favorite donut flavor?
1: Oh man, that I think, you make. I think my favorite's maple. I really like maple. Anything. I've had that one yet. That's yeah, good. I need to get.
0: I need to get on the it's maple. Good. The maple bench. Okay. And last but not least, man, I'm fumbling. Yeah. Last but not least, who's your who or what is your favorite local festival or event Ooh, in Windsor?
1: Local festival or event in Windsor? Oh, that's so hard. Um, there's also so there's many. like so many all the time. Um, what ones? What's Veg the one Fest like, yeah, was okay. really fun last year, awesome. so I'm excited to do that to do that again this year. Yay!
0: This has been um, so lovely, as expected, with Jordan from Plant Joy Donuts. Um, I just want you to tell people where they can find oh, you yeah. and find your stuff.
1: So. Um, you can follow PlantJoy on social media at PlantJoyYQG um, and uh, yeah, Facebook and Instagram um, and you can order online at PlantJoy.ca. Bam. Bam. Go get your donuts. Go get your donuts. <laughs> and post them online so I can see. Yeah. <laughs> and
0: that is a wrap on our episode with Jordan from Plant Joy. Hope you guys enjoyed that conversation. I am feeling quite relaxed right now. It's very easy to talk to Jordan. She is super cool. And even when I was just um, getting to know her in the very beginning, she has always given the most amazing hugs. So there's a fun fact about Jordan is that she gives the best hugs. So next time you see her, make sure you ask for one. And if you didn't already know this, that Jordan also won Best Vegan Dessert in Windsor recently. So if that doesn't tell you how friggin' good they are, go find out for yourself. Please listen carefully.